Phil, that was Gurvinder Singh uh, of the Sikh faith, uh, and I think that was the first Sikh we've had on the show, and uh, uh, I learned a lot, uh, and I must say I, I am less familiar with Sikhism than many other religions, so I'm glad to have learned more, and I'll, I'll, I feel, you know, I should learn more about it, and hopefully we'll have other folks from the Sikh faith on, but it was very, very interesting. Uh, how familiar are you, and have you ever been to any of their services? Um, I have not been to a service in a gurdwara, but I've been to interfaith events and the parliament of religions um, and attended some of their sessions, uh, participated in some of the music, uh, listened to talks and um, uh, chanting, and um, was fed. In the long are, are there any restrictions in their diet? Do they eat everything? What, what, is it like? Well, that's a good food? question. I don't know the entirety of it, but at these uh, uh, events, you know, where they feed hundreds and thousands of people, um, it's all it's very similar to what you think of as as Indian food. Right. Uh, probably a Punjabi uh, variation, uh, but vegetarian um, and now I don't know that being vegetarian is part of the faith I suspect it's not mm -hmm. but um, it, on those occasions where they're feeding so many people uh, it's vegetarian so yeah, now, you know rice if, and all that if I remember correctly Yogi Bhajan uh, uh, was a Sikh or certainly was yeah. a turban and uh, his group uh, was uh, known for uh, having restaurants and very good restaurants and serving food. And, and I'm wondering, would he have been considered, and I may, we may have to research this, uh, a mainstream Sikh, or was he some splinter group? Uh, uh, and I wonder yeah, how we would... That's a good question. We should have um, uh, one of the uh, yoga people, yoga teachers that were trained by, uh, uh, by him or in his lineage on, because, you know... I mean, it gets complicated because yoga is, um, you know, some elements of yoga are practiced within the Sikh faith and, and within Hinduism, Buddha, obviously Hinduism, but Buddhism and Jainism. So there's yogic elements, and uh, what he brought out and what he called uh, kundalini yoga, um, I don't know how much of that is sort of uh, standard Sikh practice. I suspect it's some kind of amalgam of some uh, uh, traditional Sikh elements and uh, Hatha Yoga and um, other practices that he, you mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. are common in India. Okay. I, I wonder also now if uh, in uh, India, which uh, I believe the, the, the current head of India is very much a nationalist uh, if it's a, a, a tough time for the Sikhs there because they are the fourth largest religion, one you know, small in comparison to certainly Hinduism and even uh, uh, Islam there. And I wonder if uh, they are being further pers persecuted. Well, he made a, it sound like in 85 there was an ethnic cleansing. Yeah, well... Yeah. It's complicated, and I don't know enough, but mm -hmm. obviously um, there's been a history of, of tension and conflict. 
um, and it's it's terribly unfortunate. I'm sure you know people have different perspectives. Um, Gurvinder gave us you know a Sikh perspective. It, it, I don't know what uh, the average Hindu or the average spokesperson for the Indian government would say because these things are always more complicated than than they appear to be. But there, you know, there's been a big, big, big issues. Uh, the Golden Temple right. at Amritsar, which is one of the places in India I've never been and would like to go, has, you know, it was the scene of horror, horrific occurrences. And you know, there are Hindu people who feel who think that it, it was once the site of a temple, and and was. I don't want to get into well, it. Well, you know, very complicated. On the other hand. Uh, Man Mahan Singh uh, was yeah, the prime minister was the of president India of for India. ten years, from two thousand four to two thousand fourteen. Yeah. And, and it, it, you know, the average Indian honors the Sikhs, and and right. they meet, they know each other, they hang out, they do business together, they marry each other. I mean, it's in ordinary daily life, uh, Sikhs are just part of of the of the culture, and. And he talked about uh, Sikhs wanting to uh, be part of the U.S. Uh, military. Well, in India, the Sikhs are, you know, incredibly uh, honored as warriors and great military uh, figures from from throughout the last few hundred years. Right. And, and uh, yes, religion is, you know, is very, very hard to describe. If, if somebody who knew nothing about Christianity... If somebody who knew, knew nothing about Judaism and you tried to explain it to them and the different, well, these are the charismatics and these are the, you know, uh, uh, yeah. the, the liberal and these are the, you know, uh, reformed Jews and these are the orthodox and then there's a, a Sephardic sect and then in Christianity you have Opus Dei. I mean, uh, one might say, really, you're talking about one religion? So I, I think within any one religion, there there has to be uh, a multitude of factions and uh uh, sure, it, it leads to great confusion. So uh, we shouldn't be uh, so surprised that uh, everything's not as clear cut. Now he also mentioned Phil, uh, and I was trying to read about it before we interviewed him about their spiritual practices. And he said when they get up in the morning, they meditate on you know, the, the the their God or their their first guru or whomever. And I, I'm wondering is if there is a a group of mystic Sikhs. Who does a specific type of meditation, or is it just more of a re- reflection, uh, like you know, meditate on Saint John of the Cross or whatever like that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's a good question, you know, it, because it's a little-known religion. I mean, we know mm-hmm. that within Islam, there's uh, you know a mystical segment, the Sufis. We know there are Christian mystics. We know there are Jewish mystics. And I'm guessing there's an equivalent. There's a more mainstream Sikhism, maybe a more esoteric uh, practices, but I don't know enough to say. Or it could just be that uh, the uh, you know the mystical origins of these faiths mm-hmm. uh, is enfolded within the mainstream of the, of the tradition. I I don't know enough. It's a good question. Right, and and I I wonder now. Uh... If uh, what's going on in the United States, uh, if uh, uh, fewer Sikhs are coming into the country, not because they're being prevented from coming in, because there is a uh, uh, a concern or a fear to come in. Uh, I, I do. I spoke to somebody who just came 
to the states from Europe, and they said there were far fewer uh, Middle Eastern people uh, coming in. Uh, they saw at the airports in London and all than they saw before uh, coming into the states, and uh, not not because of a travel ban, because they, there was no travel ban in, at the time they came in about a month ago, but uh, because I think that people are very uh, confused about what what uh, is going on in the states and uh, whether they'll be accepted in or not, and if they come in, will they be able to get out, and uh, so on and so forth. Hopefully, yeah. they'll all pass. Hopefully, that's confusion, and uh, we can uh, we can we can go beyond that. But right now, yeah. it's a it's a confusing time, and I think for the Sikh community, and uh, it, it's very important that people understand who they are, that they're not an inherent threat, that so many Sikhs have served in the U.S. military, and that Sikhism is a religion unto itself, which I think most people in the States don't understand. So no, uh, hopefully um, you in, know, in our people... show we, we, we aim to educate people as well as you know inform them about uh, contemporary spirituality, but educate them about all these things. I hope so, because, you know, it's, it's a very sad thing. I remember right after 9-11, one of the first victims right. of sort of anti-Muslim backlash was a Sikh, you know, a merchant, as I recall. Right, I think in Texas. And, you yeah. know, I mean, and, and if you're a traditional Sikh and you're wearing a turban, you know, it's a bullseye for, for right. lunatics and who don't know, you know, one from the other. I mean, there have been Hindus also who have been attacked, uh, you know, because people just think anybody with brown skin or looks like they came from India, you know, the, the Asia or the parts of, you know, uh, it, it can look like they're from the Middle East and are, you know, uh, jihadists or something. I mean, it's a sad, sick situation. Right. Not to make a pun, but... Well, yeah, hopefully uh, our show, uh, amongst other things, can uh, help educate people and, and uh, teach people that, that uh, yep. there are differences and that's okay. And by the way, uh, uh, you stay tuned. We have uh, on our podcast now, Phil, I think, somewhere around 110, 115 shows posted at yep. spiritmatterstalk.com. Uh, Phil's busy uh, away working on, this is uh, June 2017. <laughs> and Bill, Phil, we don't want to say this a year from now or two years from now, but Phil is very close to finishing his biography of Paramahansa Yogananda. Uh, and uh, if you are listening to this in 2018, hopefully you'll read it already. And if you haven't, you'll go out and get it soon. And I also wanted to mention, hey, we are self-funded. We, we, don't, we haven't monetized what we're doing. Any, any ideas from anyone out there about how we can uh, support and continue uh, our uh, Spirit Matters uh, talk? Uh, we would be very open to your suggestions and ideas. And uh, certainly it's a lot of fun to do. Well, thank you, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, I'm not putting pressure on you. You know, the publisher didn't call me and say, hey, uh, I mentioned it. No, you don't show. need to. I'm hanging up right now and getting back to work. Back to the so much. And we have a lot of great shows coming up. So stay tuned. Okay. And thank you for listening. Next time. Bye.